0: This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is These Walls Are Thin. I hope you guys are having a lovely Thursday. It is December the 9th. We're getting closer and closer to Christmas, and some of you guys are still trash. <laughs> the reason I know you're still trash is because y'all still going out here. Y'all deciding to kill, still and pedophiles are pedophiles are sitting up here having newborn babies don't let me get started on who i'm talking about y'all know who i'm talking about i ain't gonna say nothing but a pedophile just had a baby long story short anyway i hope you guys are having a nice beautiful day it's all nice and sunny outside and beautiful but it's cold as hell honey Because it's been cold. It's been, like, raining a little bit. Like, sprinkles. It's not really that much of a rain. It's, like, raining at night. It don't really rain. It didn't really rain during the day. So, I hope everybody's having a nice, beautiful day. I'm pretty sure some of you guys are having a beautiful day. And if you're not, try to figure out how to spend the rest of the day more peaceful and better and if you realize that the issue is actually you and not somebody else sit down with that being said today we're going to be talking about the shroud or Turin. i've been debating on what to do right now um in this point in my podcast i'm gonna be straight up honest with you because um okay let's just say this i'm supposed to be filming this podcast somewhere else and right now, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have any transportation, um, but I'm trying to figure out what to do. But I know they're having technical difficulties over there, but I'm supposed to be filming this podcast um, and uploading it to the server. But I'm trying to upload whatever content I have to the site. And I'm having a hard time doing that because I don't know how to upload uh, my podcast to the The thing thing, so I might take next week, because I'm not really talking about anything important or nothing, I might take next week or the first two days of next week or the last three days of next week or the three days I'm getting this week (laughs) to figure out what I need to do in order to um, be able to upload my content to the server. Um, so y'all can, s- not only that, and then, you know, hopefully by next year, y'all get to see my lovely, beautiful face. And you could talk about me. You could talk about my Christmas and Thanksgiving weight, which I really didn't gain nothing uh, because I didn't really eat nothing. Cause at this point, I just been very germaphobic. I don't know why, but I heard we are supposed to have a lit Christmas. A uh, thanks to my cousin, Raya. Um, because of what we're going to have for Christmas. You know, anybody knows that for my birthday, I love eating one place in one place only. And that's the Olive Garden. I adore the Olive Garden. Half my weight comes from the Olive Garden. So I heard Christmas going to be lit, girl. Going to be lit. And it was crazy because I told my mom one year, I was like, well, why don't we have like, you know, a seafood boil or something like that. And then I forgot that my grandmother doesn't really like seafood like that. And you got to be careful with seafood boils because they put too much salt and salt can swell you up and give you edema. So, um, you know, the Olive Garden is right where she's supposed to be. <laughs> um... So today we're going to be talking about the shroud of Turin. It's a cloth that they think it was uh, over Jesus' face when he got off the cross. Um but before that, we're going to talk about trash. Um I don't know what the hell is going on with people. I don't know why y'all feel like y'all need to get worse from. Y'all do to use a word that don't exist. Y'all feel the need to get worse from during the holiday. Y'all not in the holiday spirit. Right now, I'm trying to figure out how to make money to go to get rip me out an igloo and eat, drink hot chocolate in downtown Atlanta. So, if anybody wants to spend $300 and me, you, and your brother and your cousins, too, uh, to go to an igloo and sit there and drink hot chocolate, we can do so. We can go ahead and do it. And you got to drive me there because, you know, I don't have any transportation. And I'm not going to have transportation for a while because even when that check hit or even when my check hit i'm going to be straight up honest with you i'm not buying a car um life is a lot peaceful without a car the gas is ridiculous you're spending money that you could be using uh to eat honey and i'm a foodie and i want to spend some of my time doing foodie things so uh, i'm just shout out to anybody out there if you're listening to me and you live in the Atlanta area or the metro Atlanta area and you know me personally I would like to rent out an Igloo and drink hot chocolate, but apparently everybody else in this freaking world don't have the same, uh, sentiment around Christmas. They feel like starting bullshit around Christmas, especially the court system. So everybody was in court this month. That's demonic. But with that being said, before we talk about, uh, the possibilities of Jesus' face imprint being on a piece of claw. We're going to talk about things that are going on in the news. Um, my thought, my hearts and thoughts go out to um Glenn Foster. The story is from BallAlert.com. His family. Um, his contributor is Arian Boogie, and it says a former NFL player, Glenn Foster, dies in police custody shortly after arrest. Says former NFL defensive lineman Glenn Foster Jr. died Monday shortly after being taken into police custody in Alabama, according to an official with the Pickens County Coroner Office. Foster was 31, was arrested Sunday on charges of reckless endangerment and resisting arrest by attempting to elude. The charges were later modified to three counts of simple assault and one count of third-degree robbery. According to the court records obtained by the Associated Press, Foster fought against a Picking County deputy and correctional officer while being handcuffed. The deputy nose and hand were injured. Court docs also said Foster was noncompliant and refused to respond to answers to any question aside from asking for an attorney during his initial court appearance. The judge believed Foster was not mentally stable and a danger to himself and others and ordered the for- former football player to be held without bond for a mental evaluation. Few details have been released about what happened from that time to his death, but relatives fear authorities delayed potential life-saving care for him, even though they knew he got into a fight with the an officer and might have been experiencing a mental health crisis. So my thoughts and prayers go out to um, Glenn Foster and his family. Um, I'm sorry. But that, that's that's so sad. I, I don't know what he's going through because, I mean, you know, it is what it is. The next story... They up and how many uh shots y'all have to get, y'all? <laughs> this one is also from baldalert.com, and its um, contributor is blog Honey Grip. I don't know why I said blog, but it says blog by Honey Grip because it was blog by Honey Grip. It says Pfizer biotin says third dose of vaccine neutralized Omicron variant. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to be getting pokes for every variant that's out there. Got you. Um, drug makers of Pfizer and Bio, biotech, BioNTech Se claim the lab studies show that the third dose of their vaccine is necessary to neutralize the Omicron variant. Experts expect that these results will accelerate booster shots drives around the world and possibly to the use of new strand specific vaccine in the future. The data, which has not yet been peer-reviewed or published, suggests the two shots of the vaccine may not be sufficient to prevent an Omicron infection, a sentiment that substantiates recent findings published earlier, earlier this week by the leading scientists in South Africa. Both studies suggest that the higher levels of antibodies are key whether triggered by a booster shot or a previous infection in addition to a vaccination to restore protection against the virus. I'm not giving no more um I'm not I'm not I'm not giving no more opinions on how I feel about the shots anymore at this point. Um because every time I come to the grips to where I, I'm thinking about getting the shot, y'all do shit like bring out another variant. And I'm one of those people where I'm picky about what goes in my body, even though I ate like a bad breakfast. Well, it wasn't really a bad breakfast. It was more like, what it was pancakes. It was bacon, turkey bacon. I don't do hogs. Um, Eggs uh, and toast and some uh, potatoes. Um, So, I mean, but when it comes to medication, I don't really deal with it. I feel some kind of way. And I don't like how it makes me feel. All right. So we're going to go to this next story about somebody talking about Tristan being trash, but she's trash for showing this information. Um, I'm sorry. I, 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 I don't care which way you cut it. You're trash. Okay. So Chief Keith's baby mama, Slim Danger, alleged that she met Tristan Thompson at a swingers party and eventually he ended up paying her to get rid of an alleged fetus. Not only are you trash for showing the check, you're also trash for talking about this. You're somebody else's baby mama. And y'all got... I mean, it's kind of a duh at this point that this nigga is at swinger parties. He's trash. I don't know if y'all been going on... I don't know what, what's been going on with Wendy Williams lately. Um... according to, to, to everybody that it has something to do with her health at first she had COVID-19 and then they said she had something had to do a million uh, a, a, a mental evaluation and then um now they're saying she has dementia and it's like what's going on um but okay so according to the neighborhood talk This article um, contributor is Shalai Floor. It says, Wendy Williams will not return to her show until early 2022. Might not return at all. Well, give her time slot. You already gave her. I thought y'all gave her time slot to Nick Cannon, but apparently y'all still trying to do her show and then have Nick Cannon's show. Why don't you just give her time slot to Nick Cannon or Nick Cannon's show ain't doing well. We need answers. Or Sherry Shepard can do a show, because I heard everybody loves Sherry Shepard. It's a sad news for Wendy Watchers. Wendy Williams is not planning to return the purple chair until at least February 2022. 2022. Wendy Williams hasn't been hosting for her show the entire season 13 due to her continuous health issues. According to Page Six, guest hosts will continue throughout the holiday's hiatus. William is expected to return in February, but the return seems unlikely since the Hot Talk show has not been renewed past this season. Oh! Even if she did come back, she'll be a lame duck because her show isn't renewed beyond this season, an insider of The Wendy Williams Show, exclusively told Page Six. Last month, it, it was reported that Wendy Williams' sickness was worsening, and she was unable to walk. But she has since been spotted walking. Hopefully, Wendy continues to get healthier so she can return to the purple chair. That told the whole story to me. Okay, so y'all, okay, okay, this is for what I'm I'm getting from this. Her show has not been renewed. So her 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 sediment. If I'm gonna go into the mind of a cancer, real real quick, her sediment is, what's the whole point of doing this season when this is my last season? So instead of going out with a bang, she's letting everybody else in her show for her, and she doesn't care at this point. She doesn't care. She doesn't give a flip. Uh, you know, y'all didn't renew her. So, it's fuck you. And usually she get renewed. But, um, yeah. But, you know, it's time for her to hang up the gloves anyway. It's time for her to, you know, to, 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 to uh, enjoy her uh, years. She has done her job. She has worked her ass off. She has done very well for herself. Okay, a lot of people out here can't say that because they have to get on their back and get on their knees to get where they need to go, girl. So, um, you know, I want to congratulate Wendy Williams on being one of those people who made money on not being a whore or not being trash. She's the last of a lot of people who are not trash to be famous. So thank you, Wendy Williams, for what you have done. Girl, there's a lot of tea that a lot of people are still repeating to these days because you would have wanted to spill it first. So, yeah. This is... mm. So, I found this last night um, on an Instagram account called We Celeb Celeb Daily. It said, Man arrested in New York after setting a fire setting a Fox News Christmas tree on fire. Well, bull bug to you too, sir. Um... (laughs) 49-year-old Craig Tamanaha was arrested for setting a Christmas tree on fire outside of the Fox News headquarters in Manhattan. Tamanaha, who is believed to be homeless, cannot be held on bail for alleged crimes due to the Criminal Justice Reform Act in January 2020. He faced one count each of, degree, uh, each of second degree crimes, mischief, second degree reckless endangerment, fifth degree arson, second degree criminal nuisance, third degree criminal trespass, third degree criminal tampering, disorderly and disorderly conduct. All the arrest charges are misdemeanors, and judges do not have the discretion to set the bail in any of the accounts. He probably didn't mean to do it. He probably was trying to stay warm. Um. But nobody likes Fox News, so yeah. <laughs> it happened to the right folks. Uh, since you want to say that Jesus is white, I'm trying to figure out how a white man got all the way over there in them sand dunes. Um, Next story is from ballalert.com. I should have ended with that one because this other stuff is like so dark. Okay, it's from ballalert.com. And this contributor is Cabbage Patch Girl. And it says, the missing Florida woman found dead near Boyfriend's home. <sighs> Official state a missing Florida woman was discovered dead yesterday one day after her boyfriend was charged with second-degree murder. On Monday, Colin Knapp, 30 years old, was arrested in connection to 34-year-old Kathleen Moore's disappearance. According to the Pasco County Sheriff, Chris Nacco Moore was found 50 yards away from Knapp's home. Her tattoos are what helped identify authorities identify her. It was a very heavily brushed area, Nako said. She was actually covered. She was definitely covered on purpose to make sure nobody could come upon her. Naco earlier stated the investigation believed Moore had died and had requested Nat's help in locating her remains. Nako said in the press conference Monday, we wish that Colin would provide us information on where Kathleen is. As one of our detectives described, he was very cold even when we were begging him, begging with him to tell us where her body is. He wouldn't give us the information. According to the chef office, more has not been seen since late November. Yeah, you know, I know I gotta preach a little bit. There's a lot of miserable ass people who are dating each other right now. Okay. I don't know the reason why he killed her. I don't think there was any reason to kill her. Um but he's going to serve a long time in prison, okay? Um Whatever mental issues you have, this is specifically toward men. Because I I experienced the brood of that this summer going into fall. And my issue is, is that whatever issue you have, don't take it out on me. If you have problems with family members that are sitting up there doing stuff to you that they weren't supposed to be doing to you when you were little, that's you. But I have nothing to do with what happened to you when you were a child. Um, for some reason, this man who has either mental issues or it was a crime of passion. I don't quite know. The fact that he wouldn't even give him information about where she was says a whole lot to me about how cold and calculated this asshole is. Y'all going into this relationship with all these mental issues. Y'all got PTSD. Y'all got all these mental issues. You have DID. You are uh, paranoid, schizophrenic. You got all these issues and y'all go into a relationship with these issues. And when somebody say a trigger word, y'all get mad and want to kill someone. Calm the fuck down. And trust me, the person who said the trigger word didn't know it triggered you. Whatever she said did not need did. There was no need for her to result in being murdered. Okay, I know a lot of people excuse killing people. No, there's no excuse to kill someone just because they mouth off a little bit. Okay, I I know how I am. Okay, I have a mouth on me, but there's no excuse to kill me. Like, I know I'm not gonna physically hurt you unless you try to physically hurt me. Okay, I don't put hands on no one unless they put hands on me. That's just how I roll. Um, I'm not gonna throw the first punch. I'm a mutable sign. I react to what you're throwing out there. So y'all sit up here with these issues and y'all dragging y'all issues in a relationship when y'all really need to go to therapy. And I know therapy is expensive, but you need to talk to somebody, whether you need to go to a confessional in a Catholic church. Or you need to find a home skillet biscuit with cheese on the side at work and figure out if they can talk with you. You need to find somebody to talk to about your problems. A lot of these guys out here, a lot of their issues is they have very, they have rooted issues that comes from their childhood. And their anger is from the anger they didn't get to take out on the person they're mad at because they're scared of that person. So they take it out on somebody else who don't deserve it. Whatever your issue is, you deal with it with somebody else or you take it out on the person that you're mad at. But don't take it out on somebody else and take their life like this. It's not worth you going to jail. It's not worth you going to hell. It's not. Okay, because you are going to get karma. And when karma does play her role, you're going to die the same way you killed the other person. There's no need to live by the sword and die by the sword When you can live a peaceful life and just die peacefully very, very old. Okay? Y'all choosing the hard way of life. Whatever issue you have, whatever is bothering you, whatever PTSD you got going on, find someone to talk to you. Don't take it somebody's life or take it out on someone just because you lose it for that split second. Okay, it's just not worth it. This poor lady is gone and dead. And her family has to mourn her death and she won't be around for Christmas. Stuff like this ruin the holidays. Calm down. It's not that serious. Y'all wonder why Kevin Samuel said get therapy, go to therapy. He needs therapy. Whatever anger he has is is rooted. Anytime you come into somebody and they're angry, and I can be Angry Spice. Anytime you come into a situation where somebody is really angry, that's old anger. That's not new anger. That's anger from years of being abused and accused and lied on. But a lot of times people take that anger out on the wrong person. Alright, so this next story, is from the Neighborhood Talk, and it says, L.A. Police Protective Lead Director Jamie McBride compared the Crime Spark in L.A. to the Purge movie. Law Jesus. You know, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I just watched the Purge movie. Yeah, I don't know who watched Purge during Thanksgiving, but I was watching the Purge movie, the first one. I have not gotten to the last two or the last three. Um, I was watching the Purge movie. And it just felt so... And the crazy part was was the reason why they attacked this lady. It was crazy. They attacked this lady because they wanted to kill this poor homeless man. And the homeless man ended up defending them in the end. But what happened was the neighbors end up killing, end up trying to kill them because they were jealous. And that's what's happening. It's the rich and famous that are being robbed. Okay. As we saw Godfather Avon, his wife died because somebody envied them. That envy is... That's why I said I had to get rid of envious people around me because envy could turn into something deadly. Um, so... He said, we're telling people don't visit because we don't think we can keep you safe right now. Don't be coming to Atlanta with that shit neither. Okay. Basically, y'all stay safe. Um, and I need somebody out there to check on, uh, baby daddy number two. (laughs) You know who you are. Mm-hmm. You're fine, so. I can't stand your ass, still. We still beefing, but you fine as hell. Um, Yeah. That's scary when you have to warn people around the world to not come to L.A. Because you feel like it's like the purge. Um, and I'm going to be honest with you. It's kind of like this here in Atlanta, too. I don't go nowhere. I just sit in the house and talk shit about everybody. But um, I don't really go nowhere. I'm careful about going places. Um, I let the spirits guide me. So, yeah. Next story is on a neighborhood talk. And its contributor is Yes, That's D. Say Kanye West is reportedly lined up to replace late Virgil Abloh at Louis Vuitton. Oh, how convenient. How convenient. See, this is why people think y'all be killing folks. It says, it appears that Kanye and Virgil may have planned Ye's takeover. Okay, so Virgil wanted him in place. Okay. At Louis Vuitton before his death, according to Daily Mail, a source claimed they shared a similar vision and now Kanye feel he owes it to Virgil to continue his work at Louis Vuitton. Abloh, who served as Louis Vuitton artistic director for menswear, died on November 28th after battling a rare form of cancer, cardiac, sarcoma, for two years. He was 41. Okay, Kanye, go ahead and get your job, boo. This next story is disturbing when I saw it. <sighs> um, It's very disturbing. And the reason it disturbed me is because I'm trying to figure out, was she holding someone hostage? Or, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this. Um, it's from the neighborhoodtalk.com and its contributor is SD. It says Black China under investigation for allegedly holding woman hostage in hotel room during drug fuel party. It says Black China is involved in a police investigation after claiming that a woman was held hostage in a hotel room during the drug fuel party, according to New Sun. The young woman burst out of the hotel room at the Sacramento Sher- Sheraton Grand after China, 33, Alleged held her against her will. Everyone was enjoying themselves. The drinks were flowing and the energy in the suite was real good. Ryan. Ryan said. The pair were enjoying the late night at the party when China chose whose real name is Angela Renee White suddenly began, became agitated with Ron's friend and the gathering took a ter- dark turn. Suddenly, out of nowhere, China just yelled at her friend to shut the fuck up and she beat, their, she, she beat both their asses. The vibe immediately changed, so at that point, we thought it was best to leave. But when I went to walk out, she shut the door behind me and kept my friend in the room. China can be seen at the door so far, no comments from her situation. Trying to get it together for the children. You got kids. You don't want Rob's uh, Rob and his coven of sisters to get those kids, girl. Get it together, girl. You acting like your baby daddy got a family that's perfect. The next story is breaking news from TMZ, but it's from four hours ago. Josh Duar's ass going to jail. Yep, he was found guilty. In his child pornography charge. Yes. Okay. Another story from TMZ. As you will know, a lot of these stories that I'm going to be telling now is just going to be silly. i said said uh, camels were busted and booted from a Saudi Arabian beauty pageant for being too fire to be real. A.K.A. their lovely lady lumps were nipped and tucked in full of Botox. I did not know they had camel pageants. Well, not all of the stories I'm going to be telling next are going to be goofy. Um, this next one is from the Neighborhood Talk. And it's a, so from Travis, uh, it's about Travis Scott. Travis Scott speaks out publicly for the first time since World tragedy and admits artists should have more insight of what's going on. There are people who don't cause riots. And uh, so you said... Artists should have more um insight on what's going on. No, you. You do. You don't incite riots, you don't incite rages, okay? Cause somebody might be hawked up on some crystal meth and decide to pull someone's arm off. So no, it's you. You are artists, sir. Okay. You know, even though like I told y'all, Razz is the reason why I almost got trampled over. Nigel. Anyway. <laughs> story is from Z. It says, a dramatic rescue unfold as the Coast Guard attempt to rescue a woman as her car floats toward the edge of Niagara Falls. Rescues a racing against time and rushing river. I heard y'all don't need to be in Niagara Falls. That's scary. Okay. So the last one i want to talk about it's like everything people think people are doing they now saying people are trying to be asian <laughs> let me tell you something girl you know now you know black people can't say people are trying to be black but you can say people are trying to be asian now because now all of a sudden the asian's rights are stepped on because that white man said there and stepped on their rights and did not understand and did not want to do a happy ending on him. Um, so it says Ariana Grande is being accused of Asian fishing. This was blogged by k Up Dripped Out. And it says Ariana Grande is being slammed for Asian fishing after social media user claimed she purposely altered her look to appear more Asian. The backlash came after the Seven Rings singer shared images from a recent photo shoot. In the pic, she rocked her hair slick back and simple makeup looking that includes her signature winged eyeliner, and a bright red lip. She wore a white ribbon tie around her neck and a suit gray, a suited gray look in the outdoor setting. Fans quickly flooded her Instagram comment with Asian fishing accusations, which caused the photos to be deleted shortly after. However, screenshots of the image made their way across the social media platform. On Twitter, fans kept the dragon going on. One user wrote, Ariana Grande thinks she's Asian now. Another question that the pop stars now moving more toward Asian aesthetics since K-pop is what's currently cool. I'm not gonna catch on to that K-pop scene. I just, I'm just not. Like, I'm just not. Um, Is that what y'all doing? Is that why you're trying to get rid of all them black rappers? Uh, Because there was another rapper that got shot and killed last night. I think his name was uh, 400. Yeah. So are y'all telling American artists to look more Asian? I mean, Ariana Grande is already cute the way she is. But I heard she did something to her eyes. That's what word on the street is. Like, she did some cosmetic surgery on her eyes and now her eyes look weird or something like that. Um, that concludes today's topics. Um, to, not today's topics. Today's stories of what's going on. I think a lot of y'all are confused. I want to talk about that for a minute. About the whole Asian fishing thing. That's, I want to say something about that. Um, it's funny because... Asians... Cause do cosmetic surgeries to make their eyes look bigger. In Asian countries, ain't that something? And so, for people to say that Ariana Grande is Asian fishing, I find it to be weird and strange. You know, I'm not getting cosmetic surgery to look Asian. I don't, I'm happy with the way I look when it comes to my face. I just wish this stomach would go away. But that has nothing to do with today's topic. It's about a a shroud of Turin. People claim they found a cloth that was over Jesus' face, honey. Mm -hmm. And they said it's the imprint of Jesus' face. How he actually looks. I'm going to say this. I'm a firm believer and miracles and stuff like that. And I'm a firm believer you don't just touch everything. You don't just deal with everything, you know. With all these scientists that don't believe in uh, God or Jesus or whatever have you, um for y'all to be able to uh, excavate cloth and, and to touch it, What make y'all think that y'all going to not, like, melt when y'all touch things like that? I'm not saying that Jesus said anything about you touching him. You know, according to the Bible, you touch him, you can be made whole again. So... It's just so weird with people who don't believe. And it's crazy because... They end up believing when they find these things, but they don't believe. So today is not a puzzle. I have another one too. I might add that as a bonus for Monday. Um, so but yeah. So I found an article about the Shroud of Turin on Britannica.com. And it says, Shroud of Turin, it's a relic, it says, Shroud of Turin, also known as the Holy Shroud, Italian Santa Sindone, a length of linen that for centuries was purported to be the burial garment of Jesus Christ. It had been preserved since 1578 in the Royal Chapel of the Cathedral of San Giovanni Battista in Turin, Italy. Yeah, I know I'm gonna have a great debate after this. <laughs> <laughs> Measuring 4.3 meters, 14 feet 3 inches long, and 1.1 meters. Three feet seven inches wide, it seems to portray two faint brown images, those of the back and front of a gaunt sunken five foot seven inch man, as if a body had been laid lengthwise along one half of the shroud, while the other half had been doubled over the head to cover the whole front of the body, front face to feet. The image contained markings that allegedly correspond to the crucifixion wounds of Jesus, including thorn marks as the head, laceration as if for frogging on the back, bruises on the shoulder, and various stains of what is presumed to be blood. The Shroud of Turin is a district for the, from the veil vale of Veronica, which is depicted in the Station of the Cross as a piece of fabric that was imprinted with Christ's face during his walk to Golgotha. Which is, I think it's St. Veronica now. Okay. Yeah. Says the shroud first emerged historically in 1354 when it's recorded in the hands of a famed knight, Geoffrey or Geoffrey de Charnay de la And In 1389, when it was, went on exhibition, it was denounced as false by the locals, Bishop of Troyes. Who declare it cunningly painted, the truth being arrested by the artist who painted it, the anti Pope Clement VII, although he refrained from expressing his opinion on the shroud's authentic- authenticity, sanctioned it to use as an object of devotion, provided that it to be exhibited as an image or representation of the true shroud. Subsequent popes from Julius II on, however, took it authenticity for granted. And in 1453, Geoffrey Charnay's granddaughter, Marguerite, gave the shroud to the House of Savoy and Chambéry, and that it was damaged by fire and water in 1532. Y'all, there's a lot of European words that I am too exhausted to say. And the reason I'm too exhausted to say is because. My friend, she coming next week. So as you know, I just kind of low key admitted I'm like pmsing, but basically, it's people did some some people didn't believe that it was what it was, and some people did. But somebody kept the cloth this whole time. But um, let me continue. Now I'm gonna tell you a story about what it could be. It was moved to the new Savoyard capital of Turin in 1578. Ever since, it has been publicly exhibited only rarely, as in recent times, or the marriage of Prince Umberto, and on the 400th anniversary of its arrival on the Turin 1978. In 1998, in 2000, Pope John Paul II. Arranged for public viewing, he called the Shroud a mirror of the gospel. Pope Benedict, the I'm not doing this, similarity <laughs> arranged for your public display in 2010. I only know Roman numerals between 1 to 10, y'all, okay? So, I think it's a, a recent Pope, the one that's before the Pope. It is. Okay, and Pope Francis made a pilgrimage to see it in 2015. A replica of the Shroud is housed in the Museum of the Shroud in the horror. Scholarly analysts attempting to use scientific methods to prove and disprove its authenticity have been applied to the Shroud since the late 19th century. It was early noticed in 1898 that the sepia tone image on the Shroud seemed to have the character of photogra- phot- photographic negative rather than positive. Beginning in the 1970s, tests were made to determine whether the image were the result of paint or other pigments, scorches, or other agents, and none the tests proved conclusive. In 1988, the Vatican provided three laboratories. In different countries, with poster stamp size pieces of the shroud linen cloth. Having subject these samples to carbon-14 dating, all three laboratories concluded that the cloth of shroud has been made sometimes between 1260 and 1390. However, some scientists raised doubt about the researchers' methodology. Upon receiving the result of the test, the Vatican encouraged scientists to conduct further investigation of the Shroud authenticity and recommend that Christians continue to venerate, venerate, venerate the Shroud as an inspiring image of Jesus Christ. Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. And, yes, I'm going to put an image of the shroud of Turin on my Instagram page, which is lady underscore Tiffany Ma. So, go check it out. You'll, you'll check it. You can see it. Um, That concludes it. So, I'm going to tell y'all a story y'all need to know. Everybody needs to know this, okay? I'm not saying that Jesus don't exist, but I'm going to say that the image of Jesus is not Jesus himself. Um. So, we're going to go here and talk about this, Okay. No lot of you guys. Like the TV show, The Borgias. There was a TV show, or was it Cinemax? Called The Borgias. The series is on Netflix. I started the series on Netflix and I got confused as to what was going on. So I just said, uh, cold turkey When I get confused about stuff, I say Co-Turkey. That's just how I roll. Um, so I call Turkic the Borgias, but legend has it that the image today that you see of Jesus Christ is that the image of one of the Borgias. Yes, I said that. Mm hmm. Word on the streets. Yes, sir. Is that the image that they try to put out there? Of Jesus was of one of the Borgias. Okay, you know that blonde hair, blue-eyed, you know, white dude y'all love. You know, y'all try to say that you know that's Jesus. Mm-hmm. They said that's the image of a Borgia. So my question is. Was one of the Borgias persecuted, beaten, and and killed and hurt? Possibly even tortured in a similar way to that Jesus Christ was tortured and that was a shroud of him? While we sit up here talking about this, let's look at the Borgias, okay? Okay. Let's take a look at the Borgias in their reign. Wish I got an article before it is. Okay, so the Borgias were founded after the Shroud of Tauren was found. Okay. The Borgias was a Spanish Arganese, or Aragonese noble family which rose to prominence during the Italian Renaissance. They were from Aragon, the surname became a toponymic from the town of Borgia, and then in the Crown of Aragon in Spain. So they became prominent during the Italian Renaissance. But their origins are Spanish. And they became prominent in 1455. Here we go. Y'all want to hear this? This is from Wikipedia. In Wikipedia, don't be harassing me for money. I don't have it for you. Okay. Says, the Borgia was a normal house with the origin in the town of Borgia. Zoragaza And the crown of Oregon. There were numerous of substantiated claims that the family was of Jewish origin. These underground rumors were propagated by, among others, Giuliano Del de Rivera, and the family were frequently described as the Muranos by political opponents. What's Muranos? Were Spanish and Portuguese Jews. That's what Muranos are. Hmm. The rumors have persisted in popular culture for centuries listed in the Semi-Gotha, gotha, semi-gotha of 1912. The family themselves propagated a spurious genealogist descent from the 12th century, Clement to the crown of the kingdom of Oregon, Pedro de Torres, Lord of Borgia, who actually died childish, childless, sorry. Sounds similar, right? This family rose to prominence during the Renaissance. They're Spain, they're from Spain and they're Jewish. Now I'm gonna be honest with you. Back in the Disney, because the Catholics were so Catholic to where they um did things, like, put the Jewish people in Europe in certain areas called the ghettos? uh uh-huh. Don't act like I didn't listen in damn history school. Uh, I love history. That's one thing I love. And I love when people go off the rocker and they tell you something behind the history that nobody wants you to know. Like, nobody told me that George Washington, probably whites, came from slaves. hmm Yeah. So... With that being said, is the Shroud of Torrin actually what covered Jesus? Or was it one of the Borgias who was persecuted early on before they became a prominent family? With that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. This is Lady Tiffany Ma. This is These Walls Within. What you do in the dark will come to life. Is there really Jesus or that's the Borgia? I will give y'all a bonus one on the Vonage manuscript. Y'all going to get it on Monday, though, because we got to figure out what we trying to go. I mean, we know what we going to do. We know what we going to do. We just need to get it together. And I don't like thinking during the holiday season because I just want to put up a tree and watch Christmas movies and eat food for nooses. And I forgot to tell y'all to sit back and relax and get some hot chocolate and eggnog and relax and listen. I forgot to tell y'all that I'm sorry but y'all always know that I want y'all to enjoy my podcast and I want you to relax and chill. Um so thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I am like so out of